All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Pocketful of Positivity. I'm Prayer, your host. And for this episode, we actually have three wonderful guests in the studio, and it's um, three girls from the equestrian team. So everyone say hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll go around and get them to introduce themselves and say their name and major and stuff like that. So, Kenzie, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Yeah, so, hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm a sophomore here at South Carolina. I'm an English major with an environmental studies minor. I'm from outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, in Concord. Um, I'm Raleigh. I'm a environmental studies major with a sociology minor. I'm a junior this year, and I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I'm Billy. I'm a junior. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, and I'm a finance major and a Jewish studies minor. Okay, good. So, Billy, do you want to start then and kind of go into how you got into doing equestrian stuff? Yeah, of course. So, um, my path to it was a little interesting. My dad actually got me involved in the sport, which is funny because um, it's mostly like a women's sport in the United States. It's So that was kind of interesting, but he grew up with horses, and I'd always begged for pony rides. He finally <laughs> got me a lesson, and I, I absolutely fell in love with it, and ever since I was five, I've been riding, so it's been great. I love the sport. You want to go? Um, my mom actually got me into riding. She was a trainer and rode since she was like five, mm. and so she was very passionate about horses and I was like mom I want to ride I want to ride and it took some convincing because she she knew how time consuming the sport is and how much goes into it and she finally was like okay we'll start lessons and started it all right there at like age four (laughs) um so for me same as Raleigh my mom got me into it she actually showed um as a youth and as an amateur we showed quarter horses so the AQHA uh circuit and she started as a youth, chose an amateur all up until she had me, and then she took a little break to get me in it, and, you know, I've been showing since I was six. Started there and kept going. Yeah. Kins, talk about what you mean when you say showing a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so I show what we refer to as, like, all-around. Um, we show quarter horses, which is basically the Western events. Um, we go to shows all around the country, mostly in the Midwest, Ohio, Texas, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to explain to people who don't ride horses because it's so technical what we do. But mm-hmm. a lot of what I do is based on performance, not only by the horse, but by the rider as well. Like your body position, your technical ability as a rider getting your horse to do certain maneuvers in a pattern and then it's a lot different what I show versus what we compete here at college okay um like when I show like with AQHA shows I show usually three or four different events but here at the collegiate level we only there's four events I only show one it's considered the horsemanship is what it's called which is I show that outside as well it's Mm. so complicated to explain um but yeah yeah. So you guys, so Kenzie, you do Western, right? Yeah. In collegiate, there's Western and English events. Okay. There's two English events, two Western events. I do horsemanship, which is one of the two Western events. Okay. So do y'all do the other thing? Yeah. yeah so um, our two events are like flat and jumping. So flat is uh, a pattern that we're given kind of advanced, and it's similar to a type of riding called dressage in the real world but we do it um in a like a different type of format Mm -hmm. and we don't actually do that in like real 
um, world horse showing, if that makes sense, like what we did before collegiate riding, but it's kind of a new event that we learn when we get here, which is based off of like what we've been doing um, in showing like before the collegiate level. And then we have jumping, which is what we've um, been doing since we were really young. And it's, yeah. um, and it's all about how well you can make the horse you're riding look the best over all of the jumps and how you look with the horse. Gotcha. And that's what we do. So they do horsemanship and reining, which is um, a completely different style of um, riding. And then we do the English side. So we wear different outfits, and we also have different tack that we put on the horses. So it's, um, it's really cool, though, that we get to come together and compete as a team because in the real world, like, I would never, I've never seen, like, her type of riding before, which is, okay. like, really cool, yeah. Got you. It's been really cool to, like, learn more about the Western side mm-hmm. as well as the English because, mm-hmm. like, like she said, we knew nothing about Western. <laughs> like, I had never sat in a Western saddle until we did Switch Week last year, and it's the most fun in the world to get to watch them and yeah. see what they do and learn at, like, oh, well, that was good, You like, they spun four times, or their elbows were in real tight. Like, it's just really cool to get to experience all of it with each other as a team. It's a lot mm-hmm. louder, too. Like, yeah. They, they're <laughs> we're they like, do a lot of, like, screaming and cheering, and, like, we don't, in their, like, real world, like, we don't, like, we don't cheer anything. We clap, like, after rounds. We all do but, tiny whistles. Yeah. yeah, like, it's very, <laughs> you like... You get a big like, hoop. Yeah, like, a big, you like, had a good or whatever. It was, it's like you had a good trip or a good, like, jumping course, but... Um, here, like in Western, I mean, they're screaming the whole entire time when they're on, like, as they're going around the, like, the ring or mm-hmm. the pen, as they would call it. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, it was really cool. Like, my first meet, um, like, watching the raining go, and they're, like, running around super fast and, like, spinning and stopping. It was, like, really cool, and everyone was, like, cheering, and it was, it was really cool. I yeah. loved it, yeah. So what is the differentiation between, like, the outfits for English and Western? So for us, we wear more of a traditional style based on, like, the English fox hunting. Okay. Um, it's breeches, which are usually tan, and then you have a white dress shirt that's buttoned up. It's collared completely. Yeah. <laughs> and tucked in with a belt, and then you have a dress coat. Okay. Um, it's almost like a blazer. It yeah. basically is a blazer. It's so but, professional and yeah. um, And we wear that, and then we wear some tall boots, which are, like, these black field-style boots that zip up and go all the way up to the knee. Mm -hmm. And then if you need a spur, you wear that. And then we wear the helmets and wear a hairnet and tuck our hair up into the helmet so that it's very polished-looking, very proper, based on the British and the fox hunting and all the traditional hunt seat kind of things. Yeah, Yeah, we also have our little... Our coats are all customized with garnet. Like, we have, like, garnet piping, mm-hmm. um, and our shirts say USC. But besides that, it's all very very traditional, mm-hmm. as Raleigh said. But it kind of sounds a little weird when we were saying it out loud. But yeah. the overall picture of, um, you know, the outfit and the horse together is actually really beautiful. And the judge looks for polish and how well you look on the horse as, like, one. And that's also what goes into, like, the judging part of not just the trip, but just how you look in general, too. Mm. And then for Western, they have <laughs> a cowboy. Where it's a lot, like, people think of, like, cowboy with the leather chaps and the cowboy hat, and while we do wear, like, leather chaps and a cowboy hat, it's a much more, like, refined version than, like, right. an old Western you would watch. So, like, our school gear we uniform we wear black chaps that are like custom fitted and they have Mm -hmm. to look a certain way like tight um form fitting we don't like really baggy chaps we wear black boots 
usually bigger spurs than English wears. Um, we have black button-up shirts um, that have the South Carolina, the historical logo on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, we pull our hair back in a tight bun, like a low bun with a hairnet. We wear the cowboy hat, which is really, like, well-shaped to a certain standard. And the judge is looking for all of that to be, like, very fitted very neat looking and the biggest difference to us I think than the English is how much it's focused on our looks uh, we wear a full face of makeup when we show we're like dark red lipstick dark dramatic like eyeshadow hair has to be like perfectly slicked back mm-hmm. compared to them like when we have meets we like to put our highlighter on the English girls and they go about their day and we have to do like the full <laughs> yeah. like the that's the only makeup that. you wear like, only highlighter yeah, yeah just like they'll just throw, throw some highlighter on I think it's like kind of cool like we yeah. don't actually wear any makeup we whatsoever. wear full makeup but it's a lot different in what I what I call the real world like AQHA showing we wear full sets of like bedazzled sparkled custom made outfits like Mm -hmm. every person kind of has their own color scheme like I personally wear gray and dark like wine as my like color scheme and they are very very tight and kind of uncomfortable (laughs) and it's a lot (laughs) more real talk it's a lot more flashy than the collegiate like because in the real world it's such an individual sport then coming here it's such a team sport which is such a it's so new to us like a lot of us don't really know the concept of a team sport Mm -hmm. so coming here like it's more of a uniform than an outfit to us like we all have the same shirts we're all representing South Carolina compared to representing ourselves and our own like brand Mm -hmm. so when you talked about how you do western new showing horses so you're not doing jumps like they do right no I do so horsemanship is kind of how she described the flat we have a pattern that we're given before the meet and we have to do a designated set of maneuvers um once again so hard to explain to mm-hmm. people who don't know horses but it's all based on like technical technicalities like each maneuver is scored with a system of like penalties or plussing if it's performed really well mm-hmm. um in the real world we have a lot more events that we show um and in in aqha we actually there is jumping events there is english events but it's so different than real jumping which is what they all come from right it's the same concept but just a different level degree of difficulty that whole thing yeah I remember Kinsey and I got coffee like probably a month and a half ago now because we both love coffee and um I was asking her about horses because I don't know much about horses like when I was younger I think I pet like a miniature pony and that's like the closest (laughs) interaction (laughs) at a zoo or something and that's like the closest interaction I've ever had to horse but um I just like didn't understand the difference between like the English stuff and the western because people that I knew in high school who rode at all did like the English style so they always wore like in pictures and stuff I would see. Well, I thought they were khakis, but like the tan pants. (laughs) (laughs) And like the collared shirt and all of that. And then I see Kinsey's pictures and she's in like straight up like a cowboy hat. (laughs) A cowboy hat. And like all this makeup. And it's like beautiful, honestly. I just hadn't like experienced any of like my friends who had done anything Mm -hmm. like that before. And I was talking to her about it. And I was wondering the whole entire time now 
thinking back, I probably sounded so dumb, but I was wondering how she was jumping across stuff with the cowboy hat, <laughs> not falling off. I want to see you do that. <laughs> and I Full asked her, that's jumping. why, like, I don't want to sound, like, super dumb, because I know we've been, like, friends for a while at this point, but at the same time, I was like, she's just going to judge me so hard. <laughs> and so I was like, I kept asking her without making it obvious that I didn't know what she was talking about, and I was like, so, like, how many bobby pins does it take to, like, get it up there? Like, how does it sit there? <laughs> at least 30. At least 30. And, um, I just, like, went, no, when she was telling me all this, I was like, I still don't understand just with gravity and how all that works. Like, how it stays on her head in the midst of all this jumping. But now I get it. She oh, does not do I do not do the jumping. They do fall off sometimes, though. Yes. We were in Georgia, what, Last two year. weekends ago? Yeah, two weekends and ago. And we're on the bus getting oh our, God, like, before meet talk. Like, we do every before every meet. Like a pep talk? Yeah, a pep oh, yeah. talk from our coaches, oh, okay. our coaches okay. and our captains. And Boo goes. That's our head coach. Yeah, that's yeah. our head coach. She goes, if I see a hat fall off, there's going to be something. <laughs> like it was last year when we went to Georgia, one of our girls was mid-pattern, and <laughs> the hat, because we put bobby pins in the hats and our hair right, to right, hold right. them on, because it's in the horsemanship if your hat falls off. Mm -hmm. It's an equipment malfunction, and you zero. And one of our girls was, or no, you don't zero, but it's a penalty. A penalty. penalty. Yeah. You don't zero. And she was going around, and the wind just caught her hat and two pins came out and her hat was like flying up sideways. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Did anyone get that on camera? Oh yeah. yeah. No, it was like, it was going we around video every, every while. It was like, it was like half on her head, half it was off going around. It was, we did video reviews like two weeks it. ago. She had to oh, yeah, but oh, she yeah. should just keep going. Around. Yeah. You can't Smiling. Like, <laughs> just pretending oh, like nothing sport. was going on. We did yeah. video review like two weeks ago and we rewatched her video from Georgia and we were just, you feel bad, but you have to laugh. Yeah. Like, you can't really help it when you pin that. Like, oh. There's nothing so else funny. you can do. Yeah, you can't like, do anything about it. Well, and it was so funny because we sent it around as a meme for forever. Like, we would just send it, like, during oh, it finals so week bad. that year. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, mood during finals week. And it was just <laughs> like, her with her smiling with her hat, hat just, like, off. falling off. <laughs> I definitely used super glue hairspray on my hat at Georgia, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was real windy. We looked outside and it was storming and we were like... Where are the bobby pins? <laughs> yeah. How common is that for like a malfunction like that to happen? You know, it's not something that the hat thing not often, and usually mm -hmm. like at least in the core horse world, we're usually showing indoors, okay. so that really okay. doesn't happen that often. In the collegiate world, it also doesn't really happen that much because mm -hmm. normally if it's storming outside, like raining storming, we don't like our hats to get rained on bad for the hat, so mm -hmm. we'll actually take them off and use our team like baseball hats to ride in. Which looks a little silly, but it's just like for the to preserve our equipment, I guess, is mm -hmm. how we use it. So normally, if it's like storming and windy, we're not wearing them. But if it's just really windy, you just hope for the best. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's pretty easy to keep on. You'd be amazed, like when I take my hat off after meets, I have to like rip it off my head. <laughs> right. My hair's like coming oh with God. it. Have to take five pins out of the sides. It's a whole production. So do you do your own makeup or does someone else do it for you? I do my own makeup and I do a couple other girls' makeup on the team. And then, like, some girls do their own, some get help. Okay. Um, I'm in charge of doing all the hair for our team now. I do okay. all the buns, which is a lot of yeah. hair. <laughs> to hair do. I am the hair expert this year and I do my own bun. But some people just, like, can't. Like, it's it's... The bun is so important in horsemanship, and it sounds so <laughs> silly. Is like just the whole look, like it is so technical. Like riding wise, you have to be a good rider too. It's just the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like we're not just pageant girls trotting around on horses. I promise, we actually <laughs> do things. But 
it's so important that like if you can't do it to that degree like it's okay for someone else to help you like it's not right. looked down upon mm -hmm. and I know you guys talked about how it's always kind of been an individual sport up until you came here so how does it work in a team setting with like this sport um, like how does like judging and like all of that work because there's 20 points that are open on the table for either team okay um so 10 come from the I guess jumping seats. It's five per, yeah. and then and there's yeah. four ten events. comes from the western side. Okay, and um, you go in and you're head on, head on with another member of the other team, and you're uh, on the same okay, horse. And so, basically, you go in and whoever has the highest score um, gets the point course. on that ride. Gotcha. And then it comes all together to the team mm -hmm. points and. Yeah, and you're randomly assigned. So at the beginning of every meet, there's a draw, mm -hmm. so which the horses are listed. We have, like, a draw sheet, which lists, like, the events, the riders, the horses, and the horses are, like, listed out of which horses will be competing that day, and then it's a random draw to determine, like, which riders are going against each other on that specific horse. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a lot of people, like, who don't do it always get so confused by this but like when we go to away meets we're riding that team's horses that mm -hmm. they have and then when people come to us they're riding South Carolina's horses mm -hmm. and like you would think there would be a home advantage in that sense and that's part of kind of the strategy is that like when we have home meets we focus a lot more at least on the western side of how you can make the horse look the best they can like can you get to frame up better can you run faster and still look pretty like all that and then when we go to away meets it's a lot of like making sure you like figure out what the horse can and can't do and just kind of riding the best you can and you would be surprised how easy it is to win at an away meet on away horses you've never ridden mm -hmm. and vice versa how easy it is to get beat at home on your own horses mm -hmm. because it's like it comes down to like your ability to just kind of ride whatever you have right because a horse can be so different like every time it comes out of the stall even like even our home horses I'll get on one for practice one day and I have to remember how to ride it because it's so different from the last time I did mm -hmm. yeah I mean that's what you get for riding a living animal I think what's um really hard about collegiate riding is that you know you have your own horse in the real world and you get to practice on the horse all the time and you know the horse like the back of your hand so it's really easy to make it um, jump the course really smoothly and do the pattern that you need to do and because you, you know the you know the animal but when you go to away meets you only have four minutes for a warm-up before you have to get on like go in the ring and compete for the team so um, I think that's really hard because when I first came and I first competed I was so nervous because it, I wasn't just competing for myself I was also I was competing for like 40 girls mm -hmm. so and I had you know four minutes to figure out a horse and try to win my point for my team and so I think going into that it, there's a lot of mental preparation I think there's more mental preparation in collegiate riding than maybe in in the real world just because of how many factors there are that you have to like figure out in that moment and just mm -hmm. be able to perform so mm -hmm. I think that's it's really interesting it's really taught me how to be a better like oh, yeah. rider and everything and a better like teammate and friend because I've had to be put on a team with 40 other girls I don't know and you know make it work and now we're like kind of like a family yeah. which is really oh, yeah. cool and yeah. it's really cool because even if you're not starting you still have a job and a purpose mm -hmm. at the meet that day like you still have a reason for being there that day like it's not just like the starters are the only ones doing something mm -hmm. we like at home we have warm-up riders that warm the horses up and like that's almost a big job because that it is a big job because 
you have to warm up the horses to the best of your ability so that they perform well for your teammate and give them the best opportunity they can to succeed. Mm -hmm. Because if the horse isn't warmed up properly or um, maybe it's lame that day and you don't feel it and then you send a horse that shouldn't be in into the ring, you're not helping anyone. And so it's just a big thing of like, no matter what, you have a job on the team and you're helping everyone no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really cool to be able to feel included even if maybe you're not in the starting lineup right and I think that's a really cool part of our team that we do a really good job with is including everyone in everything Mm -hmm. like everyone's always going to feel involved and I think that's really cool and I feel like as a team like from what Kinsis told me like y'all seem really close (laughs) which is awesome because I know um well you date Spencer and he's on track and when we had him in I know I was talking to him and Parker and Caden and they all said that they're kind of close with like their people Mm -hmm. but I mean since there's so many people on track and field you can't be best friends with everyone Mm -hmm. and there's like the distance people and then the pole vault people and like sometimes the pole vault people don't really know the distance people and it's like stuff like that but even though you guys have like the western thing going on and then like the other part like you all seem really close which is really cool yeah Yeah. for sure it's yeah it's great I mean I wasn't sure of it when I first got on the team just because I've never really been a part of like a team that big like all like all girls all at once not knowing everybody Mm -hmm. um but I quickly you know got into my the groove and we all just became close I think because we all share a love of horses which is kind of like horse girl like weird I guess but um, (laughs) we all kind of have have that like love and that passion and I think we all work really hard and you know we're all in together we're all you know doing similar tasks we're all you know long hours practicing and we just kind of can relate to each other and because our team is smaller than some like other teams you know we see each other like almost everyone on the team almost every day Mm -hmm. so I think that's really cool and I think that's why we're so close I think like a big thing that makes our team so close is that like other sports usually have been doing that sport most of their life and they've always been on a team and they kind of know the team dynamic and they're used to it and then for us we've always been so individual in our sport and like I'm really close with people in my barn that have the same trainer as me but we're not Mm -hmm. competing for the same end goal like I want to beat the girl in my barn but coming here, like, it's so refreshing to be, one, on a team. And we're, we've never been on a team before, so to us it's not just a team. It is who we're with, who we're supporting and all that. But also, being so individual, we've never really had so many people to share the love of riding with and to, like, really be able to connect and talk to people about it. Because mm-hmm. I can talk to you all day about horse riding, but you just can't, like, really have that discussion with me like I can with other girls who've done it their whole lives as well mm-hmm. I think it just makes us value each other so much more because we've never had a family of riders equestrians all together like with the same end goal mm-hmm. it really is just a lot more, I think it's I don't want to say this but I think our sport is so much as a collegiate sport it's a lot more special than people really give it credit for I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What? So do you guys think that there are any, like, horse girl stereotypes that are not oh true? <laughs> okay, so wait, everyone here and talk about stuff that's not true that people, like, assume to be. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> when I was, this is really funny. I don't know if it's not funny, but, like, <laughs> when, I was in, when I was in middle school or, like, maybe younger than that, cause, like, fifth or sixth grade, I was, like, really dead. I was, like, really into, like, horses at that time and it's really embarrassing looking back right now but like there's these like 
couple boys in my grade that would like fight with me and tell me that like riding was a sport and oh, I would get so <laughs> And now looking back at it, I'm like, what, what, what is wrong with me? I was like, I was so weird. I was like, riding is a sport. Like, I was like so annoying and weird. But I definitely think there is like a stereotype. Um, my friends always send me like weird videos of like girls like running weird around horse and jumping, girls. Like, yes. jumps and I'm like they're like this is you and, and I'm like, like mm. yeah that's yeah. what I do every day yeah. Yeah. I don't the stereotype yeah. that like I hate to be this person but the big stereotype that we face as collegiate riders like in school especially is like being around other student athletes is that it's not a sport and we're just like pageant girls sitting up there being pretty like People are genuinely shocked to find out that we, like, have workouts at 6 a.m., like, three days a week. Yeah. Are actually, like, doing things and that it's hard and, like, I don't know. Yeah. And the stereotype that we fall off a lot. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I always get asked the question. I'm like, they're like, so, like, how many times, like, do you fall off? Like, do you, like, fall off, like, Did you get fucked off at practice today? Yeah. I'm like, like, no. No, that's not. That's not a thing. But, yeah, people will be surprised that I think what makes, like, at least our team... Um, interesting is the fact that we have to drive like 30 minutes to get to our practice so (laughs) it's an all day thing yeah which is like I mean when we're we drive out there it takes 30 minutes to get there and we get there an hour before our practice we get our horse ready or not an hour we like 30 minutes yeah no we're early (laughs) a little long but um like 30 minutes for our practice we get the horses ready and so I have practice at 3 30 so I'm getting there at Three and I leave then at I'm two fifteen for three thirty. Yeah, there's like one thirty, two thirty, three thirty, and so I get there at three. Well, three. I practice at three thirty, and then I'm practicing till four thirty. And sometimes, like when at least when we start the season, it's really hot out, so we have to like take care of the horses, give them baths, and wait for them to dry and mm-hmm. groom cool. them and stuff like that. And so that takes like sometimes like forty five minutes to an, like an hour, mm-hmm. or maybe even longer if you have a horse that. Um, doesn't dry as quick, which is like they have like longer hair, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we can get the barn for really long time and a lot goes into everyday practice and we're there three days a week we don't have a meet and then we also have workouts on on those days as well Mm -hmm. so we're it's a lot constantly on the move (laughs) i think like now that like not a lot but now that collegiate riding has become a little more prominent i think it does a lot for horse girls Um, (laughs) because like in high school like obviously riding isn't really something you do in high school Mm -hmm. and people just like it's not even like they just don't understand like they've never been exposed to it like I'm from a part of North Carolina where you might do like the little like saddle club like you do some barrel racing in the rodeo but like what we do is so like (laughs) I don't want to say refined but it's so much a like organized professional sport like my trainer that's his living he is a professional horseman and Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of judgment that just comes from not being exposed to it now that collegiate riding's a thing like Mm -hmm. all the other athletes that come here probably didn't even know what like horsemanship was and now like a lot of them are somewhat exposed to it and a lot of people are starting to see us as real athletes and it does a lot for not only collegiate like equestrians but for like the industries themselves Mm -hmm. yeah well and just like any other athlete like in high school we put the like time and practice into it like I remember high school I was gone almost every weekend at horse shows like up and down the east coast Mm -hmm. like traveling all the time always at horse shows we called it the Friday flu because I was always gone on Fridays (laughs) and you know to drive up there and then practice like the the day before show and it's like we put just as much effort into what we do as any other sport does or Mm -hmm. any other athlete does i mean Mm -hmm. we work out and we practice just as hard 
Yeah. yeah. Like um, before college, my trainer lived three and a half hours away from me. So on the weekends, I'd oh go and I would drive oh, yeah. to her because she's an amazing trainer. And um, and I would drive to her on the weekends and I would just stay for a couple days and then I would um, drive back. And that was what I did between, you know, doing trying to deal with high school and everything. And yeah. and then um, in the winter times, I took a semester off my senior year and I spent the whole winter in Florida showing, which sounds like, I mean, it was amazing. I, the experience was awesome. I feel like my riding really improved from, um, you know, it was constant training because I was doing school for, like online for a semester. I was at the barn really early in the morning um, practicing and training with my trainer. And then it was all day at the competition. So every day was really full. So it took a lot of focus, you know, to to hone in and you know do my schoolwork after a long day and figure out that all which I think did help me prepare for collegiate riding because I was dealing with the academics and the athletics part of it so yeah. that's been a lot of us yeah we all kind of yeah. we travel a lot oh, for my horses are in Texas and yeah, yeah she told me that and I was really <laughs> crazy yeah. I was like, how do you feed them when they're all people for that flies every day Texas flies to every day never goes to school but yeah like in high school my horses before my horses were in Texas they were in Atlanta mm. same with Billy I mean I would drive down and be gone like half the week of school and then a lot of our competitions are in either now that my horses are in Texas I go to a lot of Texas Oklahoma Minnesota and then a lot up in Ohio mm-hmm. and a lot of it was travel like trying to get out there to practice not be able to see my horse as much and trying to go and compete at these high-level shows because like in high school they didn't realize how important it was what I was doing because it's they don't understand like if I was on the tennis team or the basketball team like it's fine you miss school for this team event but when you're just doing this like I would have to fight the like county board to try to get my absences removed and they would like (laughs) try to kick me out and threaten to like (laughs) make me repeat a semester all this stuff but and I was keeping my grades up and all that so it it prepares you for college but at the same time coming here and being on a team like it's so nice whenever your academics understand and whenever the school understands when you're being supported by your um school and the people around you and your professors and et cetera et cetera mm-hmm. and it's, a lot of the professors are really understanding and helpful yeah, great. I've really come to learn that like a lot of South Carolina people are proud of the equestrian yeah team. and mm-hmm. it's been it's really cool because mm-hmm. like they actually want to help you and yeah. like understand that like you're doing something like mm-hmm. you're not just like missing yeah. in high school class I just don't or whatever understand. yeah yeah because yeah. it's just not something that's a big deal to them mm-hmm. yeah. shout out to professor hanley <laughs> the goat he <laughs> is number one equestrian fan and he's the best <laughs> professor Wow, and Billy, you also talked about how when you were younger, people would like throw shade at you for being like a horse girl or whatever. <laughs> so now that we've like aged past that a little bit, had you faced similar criticism in like the collegiate world for doing equestrian, or do people have different stuff to say about it now? Um, I think being at school and you know the past success that the equestrian teams brought the school, I think it's um, it's given the school out of pride Mm -hmm. for the team so I think there's definitely people are definitely more supportive of the team um 
I don't know if a lot of students understand it just because, you know, it is hard to get to meet so the, the barn is 30 minutes away. And, you know, equestrian is a little new, like Kenzie was saying. I mean, one time someone asked me if equestrian was archery. And I was like, um, I asked if it was water acrobatics. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know where that comes from. I think but I mean, swimming, too. Yeah, yeah. I got asked I've that gotten water, multiple times. I've gotten water polo. <laughs> I do water polo. I'm like, no. No, no, no water polo. swim there, right? Yeah, they yeah. can swim. Yeah, okay. they, they, um, Shout out underwater treadmill for my horse's legs. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of, like, things for the horses, and one of them is I wonder why tre- uh, treadmill. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, horses, if they get injured, they can do, like, just like humans. We have the underwater treadmill and stuff like that. But um, I think I definitely face a lot less stigma being um, on the team here just because, you know, as athletes, like, we all got here, and that was all through hard work. And, like, now we're here, and I'm, like, now I'm, you know, on the team here and like I, and it's NCAA recognized sports it's kind of hard for someone to look down and be like mm-hmm. that's not you know that's not sport that's not this because yeah. you know I'm here and you're here too so we're all like yeah. in it together in a way mm-hmm. like as mm-hmm. part of athletics at um, USC and so both of you guys are juniors mm-hmm. um have you like after doing it for so long because you were probably on it on freshman year right yeah I oh. actually joined after freshman year okay I um was I had talked to the coaches in high school some um and then talked to him freshman year I just sent him an email and I was like hey like I came here and he like and I if there's ever a spot open on the team mm-hmm. I'd love to be a part of it and um coach Terry BC emailed me um and coach major did after Pennsylvania nationals and um they were like you had a good round didn't you and I was like yeah it was a pretty solid one <laughs> like and, didn't complain uh, like it was I was happy with it and um Coach Major mentioned, like, a spot possibly for me, and I didn't hear much for, like, a few months, and then winter break, I got an email, and it was like, hey, there's a spot that's opened up. It's absolutely yours if you want it. Like, just let me know, and we'll set up a meeting, and I was like, okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) let me sign the papers now. And um, so I joined last year, and Mm -hmm. actually lived with Billy, and Billy and I knew each other from showing in the real world. Oh, cool. Billy was helped me get welcomed into the team and just settled into it because it's a big new thing mm-hmm. when you come into yeah, it for sure and I think it's really cool if you got to experience like regular like college life as like a freshman yeah. and like being on your own and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like not have to worry about like you know getting all to the, practice getting to work yeah out. I think and I yeah. think that was really cool that you got to experience that mm-hmm. and like honestly like I love I love the path that I went but I like do think about that yeah it was a good yeah. path for me because it helped me figure out like not only like what I want to do but like helped me figure out my academics mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. what majors were right for me without having to be, like, oh, well, maybe this one won't work out because, you know... Time uh, commitments. Time commitments. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, no, this one just didn't work out because it's not what I want to do anymore. Right. So I'm very thankful for the team and getting to experience all of it with my lovely, lovely ladies. <laughs> so how was student life different for you when you didn't have this versus what you have going on now? Um, it was a lot of open free time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, now it's a lot, you know, it's more of a schedule. Mm-hmm. I wake up, go to workouts three t- days of the week and go to a lot of classes and then practice and team meeting um my first year on the team we have um study hall that you have to go to twice a week for two hours um so (laughs) (laughs) so it's just it was just a lot more free time and I like honestly didn't know what to do with myself Mm -hmm. 
at all because I had always been really busy. And once I finished with um, like the, all the final year in finals for riding, I didn't have a horse anymore, so I didn't really have anything to ride. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't riding like I have the entire my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there, you know, in my dorm, and I'm just like, what do I do? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life. And then to have the team, it's just, it's really helpful to balance, and it's produced, I feel like, such a work ethic in mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. because, you know. It's like having a full-time job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, it's not only you. Like, you have to give your all, all of the time, because it's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's the entire team. Um, everyone affects yeah. the team. We hold everyone really accountable, accountable. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And not in, like, a negative way, but we all want the best for each other and the best for our team. And we all know that all every four, every one of us, all 40 of us, like, each one of us plays such a big role that if one person doesn't show up, one person doesn't really, like, work their hardest then it could pull everything apart Mm -hmm. you know we hold everyone really accountable and everyone holds themselves accountable Mm -hmm. like there's no one who's like lazing around like everyone's like go 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 all the time and it's like really awesome because you don't always see that a lot you know Mm -hmm. and I think it's because we know we're all capable Mm -hmm. of doing the best and Mm -hmm. being the best like we know we're a very capable team and so it's been it's cool to see how how much trust we put in each other and, like, how much faith we have yeah. in this team. Right. We really do. I mean, like, it's some of the most talented girls I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our team is really special, I think. Um, I wouldn't want to be a part of any other team. Uh, we're just, we're so close, and our motto is definitely, like, forever family, and that's what we had yeah. in our poster. I mean... We are like a family. I mean, every one of us works hard for each other, and we want to be the best for Mm -hmm. everyone on the team, and we want to be the best for our coaches. And um, it's amazing. I'm so happy that I got to be a part of it because it's definitely changed me. I mean, I've grown so much since my freshman year. Um, I hold myself to such a high level when it comes to just, like, my time management and my riding abilities. Um, always wanting to get better, and I think it's great because it's kept me focused, and um, athletics has also just provided so much support along with that, mm-hmm. with, like, all the extra events we get to do, like networking and resume helping, and so they really do support you, and so you have all of these tools to, like, get the most success out of your experience, and so um, I'm really excited for this season. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you guys talked about how everyone's held accountable, like, during every second of the day, does that aspect of it ever get stressful? I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yes, it's definitely stressful because you know there's 39 other people watching you and expecting you to really show up and do your best. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, definitely my freshman year, like, the first semester, I was constantly, like, on edge, like, I'm at, like, every moment, like, at the barn, I was like, I can't be standing still. Like, I need to be doing something. I need to be rolling wraps, or I need to be, like, brushing this horse, or I need to be, like, helping pick out a stall or rinsing mm-hmm. out a washer or sweeping. Like, it's constantly, like, you just want to show everyone that you deserve to, like, be there mm-hmm. and that you want to be there. But honestly, now, like, as a sophomore and, you know, coming into my second year, I think you it becomes your standard it becomes your normal to work so hard which is the awesome thing that you develop that kind of work ethic because I think once again going back to the we've all come from like being individual riders we don't really have the same work ethic that a team develops especially a team like ours where we are so close and want the best for each other 
and I think it not only helps us in our competition but moving into like the real adult world and going into the workforce and things like that and it having the normal of wanting to work so hard and holding yourself to such a high standard is I think it's the best thing ever it teaches you so much mm. yeah. what's the greatest lesson you guys have learned from either your sport or a teammate or a coach Ooh. Hmm. I know. <laughs> a lot of lessons I've I learned know. over the years. <laughs> um, I think the biggest one I've learned actually came... Sorry. I don't know if this is the biggest, but it's the most recent big one, so I'll go with it. We actually have a new Western coach this year. Her name's Jen McGrath. Mm. I've known her for a few years because her daughter and I have shown together for a while, and mm. she actually gets lessons from my trainer. Um, and we were talking at our beginning of your meeting about how I am very, very, very competitive. <laughs> I always want to win, which is a good thing and a bad thing. And we basically just talked about how it's not always the win, but it's the wins you get on like your journey to the like end goal, I guess. And, you know, just like finding the little wins throughout your day and especially like in your rides, like you may do your very best and not win your point and you have to be happy with your performance and just improve on your best because like winning really isn't everything because you can win on chance. You can win on the chance that the other girl's horse kicks out or you can win on the chance that someone's hat blows off in mm-hmm. the middle of the pattern. <laughs> uh, even though, shout out, Gabby still won her point after her hat flew off at Georgia last year. um, shout out Gabs and I just think that's like for me at least a very important lesson coming to a team sport where you do like win or lose as a team I think just being able to find those little wins every day it's really important and it keeps you like at peace with yourself I feel like Mm -hmm. you're not always like stressed out anxious and it brings that kind of like inner calm even though you want to win you can't you know there's things that are out of your control especially in our sport with like the judging is so I mean, it's a real judge. It's kind of opinionated sometimes, and I think finding those little wins. Yeah, I definitely think that um, success is definitely not overnight. Um, my coach, uh, Coach Terabisi, definitely um, focuses on that, and the little wins and the um, little improvements in your riding, you know, that really builds up over time, and that means something. I think last year our team, you know, we're, I think we're a young developing team. We have a lot of talent. But we're just right now trying to hone in and figure out how we can put that talent to, you know, getting it all together and winning. And we have capabilities of being a super successful team. And, you know, last year we um, started off the year and it was great, but we just built this amazing um this amazing team and we ended up actually making it to the national championships in one of the events. So mm-hmm. that was really incredible and we hadn't done that in a while and I think um that it's that it's it's really amazing what you know little successes and just being happy with those little successes how much that builds up over time and just like keeping going and keep working hard Mm -hmm. I think working hard is the biggest thing like you just cannot give up you just have to keep working you know the hard work that's going to lead to the result that you want if you put in you know the work and the time like Mm -hmm. last year we started unranked 10th really low we ended up ranked third which is awesome I'd rather see us move jump that high than sit at the top just over and over again mm-hmm. like seeing the improvement is so satisfying I think yeah mm-hmm. that's true. and like um coach Terabisi and I were actually talking at practice yesterday about how like I've been working on this one thing with my hands when I ride and breathing because I'm <laughs> I, I get anxiety sometimes I've dealt with it since I was little and so we worked a lot on 
this year on me breathing and just relaxing because I overthink things. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, now I have to do this, and then I have to do this. Mm-hmm. So we've been working on, like, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, look at, just look ahead, don't think ahead, and just do it one step at a time. And then yesterday we had, like, this breakthrough with my hands. And, like, I'm, I'm talking breakthrough. Like, <laughs> I love to hear it. And we're, we were talking after practice, and it was just, like, you know, that moment when something she's been saying over and over and over to me. But I finally started saying it over and over to myself in the head instead of just, you know, when she said it, going, oh, okay, I got to fix it. Mm-hmm. Just going around all practice yesterday, I was like, okay, let me check my hands. Where are they? Like, what are they doing? And... Um, she was like, you know, that's a really cool moment for me to see because it just shows how, like, these little things we're working on, like you said, are building up to where, like, you're recognizing different things and you're recognizing and you can see the difference in our rides. Mm-hmm. Mental, mental, mental is a huge. It's mm-hmm. a, I mean, riding is a mental game because, you know, you can be, you know, an amazing rider, but if you can't perform you know, in those four minutes in that warm up, getting the horse where you need to be, mm-hmm. and then, you know, laying it all out there and, you know, having a great pattern or a great jumping course, then, you know, it, it means nothing. And essentially, yeah. you know, that's great, but you need to be able to perform. So yeah. having that mental um, strength to be able to hone your skills and um, relax your mind and be able to go in, which is like funny. I listened to, I actually made this song. <laughs> this is funny. Oh. This like pump up playlist that is just hardcore like rap that we play in the locker room but I like I like I actually have my own playlist and it's like all like quiet like songs and like really relaxing songs and it's kind of funny that like (laughs) I made that playlist for them but I'm like in the corner with my headphones on like listening to like yeah like really calming music (laughs) I have one kind of dumb question about horses before we wrap up because I just don't know much about them (laughs) (laughs) so you know how like people have pets that are dogs and like you tell them to sit and stuff and they do it do horses like i know kinsey talks to her horses i'm sure you guys do too do they really actually horse girl stick here. <laughs> <laughs> do they understand english so no. they, <laughs> they understand they, whoa sometimes yeah um i would say every horse is different they definitely don't understand like English per se yeah. they understand like tones of voice and yeah. like how yeah. um if you're relaxed in your body like the horses will can feel that mm-hmm. and so they'll be relaxed and if you're like tense they could mm-hmm. depending on the sensitivity of the horse they could be tense but mm-hmm. I would say it's a little different in collegiate riding just because you know some of the horses that we do get on you know don't respond to stuff like that and mm-hmm. it's, it is a great tool to have though to be able yeah. to like, be like whoa Perfect. and the horse can relax because there's definitely parts and pieces of patterns we do yeah. where it's really essential that the horse relaxes into you know the work so um, I would say tones. Sometimes. Not yeah. sometimes. I mean, not, 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 not like actual, yeah. like, like, halt, like walk. Yeah. <laughs> they just do it. No. That'd be really cool if they did that. <laughs> yeah. It makes our lives easier. Yeah. I think that's why, like, you hear a lot of questions talking about feel. Feel is a huge part of riding because, like she said, like, they respond to, at least with Western, like, how you're sitting in the saddle and, like, if you're clenching your butt really hard, they feel, I don't know how else to word it, but they feel if you're really tense and they're going to get strong or if you're really soft and, like, in rhythm with their movement, it's going to be a lot better. And, like, at least on the Western side, we use a lot of verbal cues more for ourselves. Like, if I'm trying to get the horse to walk, I'll say, like, walk, but it's more for myself because when I say it, I find myself, my body softens. 
But on a less professional note, I think my horse understands me. <laughs> Just putting that out there. She's one with the horse. I am one with my personal horse. Super close. Hashtag horse girl. But like... Virtually perfect. Virtually perfect. That's my horse's name. I am the horse girl stigma. I'm not ashamed of it, but he definitely understands me. <laughs> Just put that out there. Yeah, I, don't, I drive a truck, which is kind of like... Horse girl. Yeah, horse girl. Horse, like, I don't use it as like a horse girl thing. Like I, I never, I don't tow my own horse. Like a sports car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <she> does. <laughs> I love my truck, honestly. Like I love, I will keep that car forever. I don't care about the hate. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Do you guys have any last closing remarks or anything you want to say before we end it? Come out to one with us. Yeah, come out to one with us. Please, Auburn. Yeah, Auburn. Auburn is on next Friday, the twenty fifth. Yeah, come support us. We're gonna take them down. down. Oh, that's exciting. This is like a Georgia South Carolina matchup at football. Yep, equestrian. It's equestrian. It's upset them big time. Upset season. So yeah, upset season, baby. Ring season. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. And stay tuned for our next episode. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to our second episode of the Student Athlete Panel. And stay tuned for the next one coming soon.